girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because I want to share with you two things that help me feel a lot happier in my day-to-day life. Not just happy when I've accomplished some big goal or it's a really exciting milestone that I just hit, but honestly, just like on a normal Tuesday. And I wanted to share this with you because obviously the goal as a human isn't to be happy or excited all the time, but you know, it is really important that we recognize what a gift it is to be alive today. And that sounds so fluffy. And, you know, I talk a lot about the fragility of life on this podcast because like, I want you to make your days count. I want you to feel like you're like soaking up the juiciness of this one shot that you've got here on the planet. And, you know, it's interesting because I've really started to appreciate the contrast of all of the human emotions because, you know, if we have those contrasting lows, it makes the highs even better. And if we don't ever have those moments where we feel like we're stumbling or we're just struggling or we're overwhelmed, we're missing opportunities to build grit and resilience and resourcefulness and coping mechanisms and to identify what we need to support ourselves as we're going through life. Like life is not going to be rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns all the time. And I don't want it to be. That being said, I do think that there are a couple of intentional things that we could do that are super simple that can really help us just enjoy our day-to-day life more. And I want that for you. So we're going to talk about that today. And before we dive in, I do want to make sure that you know... I've got a podcasting program for those of you that are interested in launching your own podcast. If you didn't know, I've helped hundreds of women launch podcasts and grow, scale, and monetize their shows. And I've gotten some questions about this recently because we're wrapping up one of our existing cohorts. And the way that I do podcasting programs is different than any other program out there because I'm a huge proponent of bringing women together in community. I think when we support each other, when we're going through similar experiences, it just makes it so much more fulfilling. And I actually want you to launch a podcast when you go through my course. So how I designed this is I just recently tweaked it and I turned it into an eight-week course. So it takes you from idea to actually launching your podcast in eight weeks. We teach you everything you need to know around content creation, the format of your show, community building, the tech side of things, how to position yourself to monetize, all of that jazz. It's a combination of self-paced content where you can watch videos on your own time, live group teaching style Zoom calls, as well as live Q&A calls with me. And then you're in a cohort together with other women going through this course. For example, the cohort that's launching their podcast this week actually is 45 women that went through the course together because it's so fun to have this like built-in hype squad, women supporting each other and bouncing ideas off of each other and just feeling like they're not alone. So I will be doing this course again 
but it won't be until early 2024. And the reason is because if you didn't know, I'm having a baby, our first baby, sometime around November 3rd. And honestly, I'm just wanting to give myself a lot of grace as I'm preparing for maternity leave. I have no idea how labor and delivery is going to go, how I'm going to feel postpartum. So I know I want to help podcasters. And I definitely want you to know that this program is coming back. I just don't have exact dates for you yet. But if you are interested in joining this or being the first to know when the dates are live, I want you to text the word LAUNCH to 512 512- Five four eight two seven two eight. Again, text the word launch to five one two five four eight two seven two eight, and that's how you'll be plugged in and the first to know about this podcasting program. So that's the gist on that because I know there are a lot of you that are already starting to think like, what's coming next for you in terms of like the next thing that you want to add as another stream of fulfillment or income or like you've just had this idea on your heart for a while and you're like, Kisha, are you going to do this again? You're having a baby? Yeah, I'm going to do it again. I just don't know exactly when. So launch to or text the word launch to five one two five four eight two seven two eight. Okay. Whew. Let's get into the juice. So two things that I'm doing to help me feel really excited and happy in my present day, like the day-to-day stuff, like on the mundane days that it just feels like, oh, it's just like a random Tuesday or Wednesday. One thing I'm doing is whenever I am sitting down, I'll take a second and I do this daily and it doesn't take me very long. Okay. I sit down and I plant my feet and I intentionally say to myself, Keisha, be present where your feet are. So whether you are doing dishes right now, you're in the car, maybe you're at work, you're doing a workout, whatever, just think about some time in your life throughout the day today that you could sit down and just like think in your own head, I want to be present where my feet are. So that kind of anchors me into this gratitude practice where what I do is then I think about one year ago version of me. I think about this exact date one year ago and I think, what have I gone through that I didn't think that I could get through, yet here I am present in today on the other side, often even better because of it. Or I think about like what gifts that that one year ago version of me like gave to the current version of me. I think about how much I've grown or how much confidence I've built or the new friends that I didn't even know a year ago that are now people that I can't even imagine life without. Or I think about my health or I think about the opportunity that I have to do something in my life. Or, you know, right now in real time, I think about the baby that's growing in my belly that a year ago version of me was thinking like, oh, I wonder what that season will look like for me. How can I prepare for that season? So I want you to do that is I want you to really think about how far you've come in one year and feel a lot of gratitude for the woman that you were just one year ago who provided you something right now that you can be so grateful for, that you can be present where your feet are and just feel like, gosh, I'm so grateful for the work that I put in, that work that you put in with your therapist, the work that you put in on your health, the work that you put in on your marriage or how you show up as a parent or how you're showing up more unapologetically in your business or the brand that you're building or how you now raise your hand in meetings because you know what you have to say matters. Like one year ago version of you, she wouldn't have been able to handle this, but look at you now getting like grounded and rooted and present where your feet are to go toggle back one year from where you are now, right? And then what I do, so again, that only takes like a few seconds. Like you could literally do that in like 30 seconds. Just think in your head. It helps you feel happy, excited, and grateful for the current day because you recognize how far you've come. And then I like to think about me one year ahead. So I'm still present. I'm saying, Keisha, be present where your feet are. And I let my mind just drift off because we're gifted these beautiful imaginations. And often we drift off to anxiety and spiraling and a lot of things that we can't control. But what I like to do is control those thoughts where I drift off and I think about one year ahead version of me. 
And one year ahead isn't that far, right? A year goes by really quickly. But I think, what will she be grateful for me now? Like, what will she think back on and think, gosh, Keisha, thank you for showing up the way that you did? You know, like, what am I gifting her? What type of confidence or relationships or what type of fulfillment am I gifting her? What type of income am I building for her? What type of opportunities am I gifting her? Like, what type of resilience and grit and resourcefulness am I currently building through maybe even a season that you're in in life right now that you're kind of wanting to wish away? But this, I want you to really think about what gifts are you getting from this season? Are you learning how to develop more coping mechanisms or put more tools in your toolbox or to learn how to ask for help or to learn how to lean into your girlfriends or to your significant other? Are you learning how to navigate anxiety? Are you finally having those appointments with a therapist to get some support? Are you finally asking you know, your boss for time off? Are you finally setting boundaries? Are you finally calling your shot on something? What is one year ahead version of you going to be thanking current version of you now for? Because doing this on a daily basis of just kind of rooting and getting present where my feet are and toggling between one year prior and one year ahead version of me helps me feel happy and excited in the present day. It's not me waiting for some arbitrary goal or milestone. Like at the time that we're recording this, like three weeks out from Empower Her Live event, you best believe that's going to be such a freaking epic three-day event. I cannot even wait for it. But I'm not waiting until I get there to be so excited. Like I'm hugging all these people in person, just like I'm not waiting until sometime around November 3rd to be excited about moving into this new season of being a mom. Just like I'm not waiting until I have a certain amount of my bank account or downloads on my podcast or that my marriage feels like XYZ to feel excited. It just helps me right now by doing this practice of rooting myself, getting present where my feet are and being like, damn girl, look how far you've come from a year ago. And look at the work that you're doing now that's contributing to this life, this beautiful life that you're building for one year head version of you. And you have to be responsible for your thoughts. Because think about if you just actually practice that on a daily basis. You took 30 seconds to toggle backwards one year and 30 seconds to toggle forward one year. And this is like a one to two minute practice that you could literally do that I promise you if you actually implement it. It's really easy to do, also really easy not to do. But if you actually implemented this, maybe the first thing when you sit down at your desk, you know, in your computer, or maybe like that last minute right before you're coming into your driveway, coming home from work, and you're about to go inside, right? Or maybe it's right after you load the groceries in the grocery, like in the back of your car or whatever. I don't know. You find a time in your life that you could do this. It's going to help you feel excited and grateful for your present day. And it's super easy, right? Girl, I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to share something with you. If you are a podcaster who wants to grow and scale your show, and also if you happen to be someone who's thinking you want to start a podcast, I've got two really cool things. First up, for the podcasters. So I have a really awesome idea that I'm going to be sharing soon that hint involves something in person for existing podcasters that want to grow, scale, and monetize. And in the meantime, I also created a bunch of really cool content that I think will be really helpful for you if you're a podcaster wanting to grow your show. So to be in the loop about both of those things, all you have to do is text the word podcaster to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word podcaster to 512-548-2728. 
And then if you are someone who is wanting to launch a podcast, I don't know if you know this, but I have helped hundreds of women go through my programs launching their shows. And what's unique about my program is now it's spread out over eight weeks. So it's part self-paced content, part group Zoom calls and Q&A with me, but you're also going through this course in a cohort. So at the time that this episode is released, I'm actually helping 50 women that were in our last cohort launch their podcast together. So it's a really fun way to have a built-in hype squad and then also, of course, have access to me helping you every step of the way as the course creator. So if you are interested in joining our next cohort, I want you to text the word launch to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word launch to 512-548-2728 if you're wanting to launch a podcast and be in the loop about our next cohort. And then text the word podcaster if you're an existing podcaster who wants to grow, scale, and monetize, get some free resources, and be in the loop about our next exciting thing coming that, like I said, includes something in person. So without further ado, let's dive back into the show and get into the juice. Let's do it. One thing that I've been implementing for years is that the second thing that I've been implementing is more of a mindset to catch myself when I'm catastrophizing. (laughs) Because this is something that we all do. Like I know that you know the term catastrophizing. And I've talked about this on the show before, but I want to dive into this a little bit more because I think this is something that we can intentionally catch that can help us feel more excited and happy in our present day because we're not working against ourselves. So catastrophizing, what I mean is like this thing that we do as humans where we exaggerate in a massive way and directly go to the worst case scenario when something like tiny pops up, right? It's like making a mountain out of a molehill or whatever the analogy is, right? Or when we're catastrophizing, we're compiling evidence to support our existing thoughts to be true, even if those thoughts aren't really supportive and conducive for us or really working for us at all. And catastrophizing is really a coping mechanism. And we do this as humans to manage future anxiety, or in some cases, we do it to try and get attention or sympathy or connection with other people, which is really interesting. But I've noticed that I can do this in a very subtle way. But if I catch myself when I'm doing it, I can make myself feel a lot happier, excited, and grateful for the present day. But if I don't catch myself doing it, I can totally derail a morning into a really bad day, which a bad day could turn into a bad couple of days, which could turn into a bad week. And I, for one, am not willing to do that because, again, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, the fragility of life is such a motivator for me. Our days are numbered here, and we don't know the count. I've lost two friends at age 30. My husband lost his dad two years ago. I do not let myself ride off full days as sucking. I let myself be human, but I am not saying this day sucked, which means I have to catch myself. If I want to feel happy and grateful, I have to catch myself when I'm catastrophizing. And the catastrophizing can happen in subtle ways where we're running late to something. So we're scrambling around the kitchen and you know, we're making breakfast and we spill our breakfast all over our white shirt. And then we have to go change and we're annoyed with our significant other because their laundry's on the floor. And then we get into the car and we can't find our car keys or we can't find our sunglasses. And, you know, we're hurrying in the car and we get stuck in traffic or we see construction or we're stuck behind the slowest driver in the world. And we hit every red light and we're like, of course, this is happening to me. This is just going to be a crappy day. That's an example of catastrophizing. 
right? Because then what happens is we've set the tone for the day and then we look for everything to confirm that to be true throughout the entire day. And how are we expecting that we're going to be happy and excited and grateful if we're looking for all the negative things? Because then we're acting crankier with our coworkers or more annoyed with our significant other or short with people that really do love us because our energy is just kind of crappy. And then everyone's reacting to this energy that we're projecting. And then that just gives us more evidence that today is just going to be a crappy day. We should just write off the whole freaking day. But we chose that. We chose to catastrophize. And I'm not saying beat yourself up if you've ever had one of those days. I've definitely had one of those days. It's called being human. Welcome to the club. There's like 7 billion of us. But that pattern's not helpful. So what I've had to intentionally do is I take this gratitude practice, which is something that I can implement into every day to get myself grounded, to feel grateful for the one-year previous version of me and the one-year ahead version of me. But then I have to make sure that I'm not derailing my own days by catastrophizing. And, you know, like I said, the example that I just gave is like a subtle way that we can catastrophize where we basically have like a bad five minutes or a bad situation and we just milk it into an entire bad day. And we look for all the evidence to support why this is going to be a crappy day or an overwhelming day or an exhausting day, or we should just write this day off. But it happens with seasons of life, I've noticed too. Right now, I'm in a currently pretty busy season of life. Right, We are planning for this event. We've got a lot of real estate projects going on. We're renovating our house. I'm weeks from having a baby. There's a lot of things that we need to do. And if I'm not careful, I can catastrophize and start to feel overwhelmed. And then I should expect that I'm not going to feel as happy and excited and grateful for my present day if I'm riding off the days wanting this busy season to be done. Right? Like that feeling that sometimes we do where we're like, ah, we have so much going on. Like, I just don't have time to fit this in. I'm so busy. And then our brains start to look for all the reasons that we're busy or how hard this is going to be because we've got all these responsibilities or all these tasks or all these moving parts. And I'm not saying that you don't have the right as a human to be overwhelmed at times, right? I think being overwhelmed is an opportunity for us to learn how to give ourselves grace, but also ask for help and outsource. But I do think it's really, really important that we have intentionally started to notice when we are catastrophizing. Because if we're having our brains constantly scanning for all of the reasons that we're so busy and overwhelmed, that puts us in this like list mode where we start to exhaust ourselves by looking for all of these to-do items to support that we are too busy right now or we're too overwhelmed right now. And I don't know about you but I've definitely had seasons or days where I put my head on my pillow at night and I think about all of the things that I didn't get done, that I wanted to get done. And I'm literally digging at my own self-confidence. I'm sure you've done that before. It's like right now you're like, Kesh, guilty. I feel you. Well, one thing that I've had to implement so I can feel more happy and more excited and more grateful in my day-to-day life is I catch myself when I'm catastrophizing. I don't want to stress about things that aren't even relevant to this season. For example, I'm pregnant. I don't need to know who my pediatrician is yet. That sounds like a problem for a future version of me, right? I'm not going to get myself stressed out about things that I don't need to worry about yet. So this combination of gratitude, toggling between one year ago version of you and one year ahead version of you, And then also getting really intentional about catching yourself when you're catastrophizing can be such a beautiful way 
for you to get grounded and grateful and excited for your present day. It's like finding something that can add to your confidence, this gratitude practice, and then finding the thing that often has this like dumping out of our confidence bucket. If you've ever heard me talk about confidence on this podcast, I think of confidence like it's a bucket. Every single day that you show up and keep a promise to yourself, it's like you're putting a deposit into that bucket. Plot, 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 plot for sake of this analogy, right? Well, when you do that grounding practice of gratitude, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, that just contributes more to your confidence. So it's like you're adding to your confidence. And then if you can stop yourself from catastrophizing on a daily basis and having your brain scan for all the things that are going wrong or all of the overwhelm or all of the busyness or all of the stress or all of the things and you can stop yourself, then you can keep that confidence in your bucket. Because when you're catastrophizing, you might as well just take your confidence bucket, flip it over, and just let it all roll out, right? When you're putting your head on your pillow at night and you're thinking about all of the things that you didn't get done, you're literally digging at your own confidence. Just like, throw it out of my bucket. I'm just not going to be confident anymore. And I don't want that for you. I want you to feel happy and excited and grateful. That doesn't mean that you're going to have moments of extreme overwhelm, That doesn't mean that you are going to have busy seasons. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get stressed ever in your life. But it does mean that you can have these tools in your toolbox that you can treat as ways to support yourself so you can feel happier and excited on a random Tuesday or Wednesday. These things work really well for me, right? This gratitude practice and catching myself catastrophizing. So if you have noticed that you need to add a gratitude practice, try mine on for size. And if you've noticed that you tend to be someone who catastrophizes, whether it's in those subtle ways or it's in those big ways where you've like labeled the season and you've just decided, I just got to get through this season. I don't want you to go through life that way. I want you to feel proud of the person that you're becoming. I want you to like the person that you are when you're by yourself. Because how you think about yourself when you're by yourself, that's the secret sauce. That's how you're going to feel really happy and excited and grateful. But you have to control those thoughts. That's your responsibility. And friend to friend, I just want to help you have better thoughts because I know those thoughts turn into beliefs. Those beliefs tell you what you're capable of and they tell you what you deserve. And I know for sure, I don't even have to know you in person to know for sure that you deserve a life that you're obsessed with. You were not put on this planet for you to just get to the end and be like, phew, made it unscathed. You were supposed to show up and use this potential that you were gifted and make your one shot here really freaking count. Love your Tuesdays, your Wednesdays, your Thursdays, and everything in between. Because gosh, life is a beautiful gift. And there are going to be some times that are really hard. But remember, when you are practicing this gratitude practice of getting present where your feet are and you think back to a year ago and you recognize how far you've come, all of the times that you wanted to give up on this vision that you're working on right now, this goal that you have, all of the times that it's been so hard and you had to reach out and ask for help, the tough conversations that you've had, the pivots that you've had to make, the moves that you've made, the anxiety that you've navigated, the pep talks that you've had to give yourself, like you have come so freaking far. If you can come that far, I wonder how far you can go. If you make sure that you're always on your own team. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love you. I'm rooting for you always. I'm not talking to you, girl. Hey. 
Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.